Hello and welcome back to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today I have Melissa Tosetti and Kevin Gibbons, uh, who are uh, founders of uh, Savvy Life. And uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. But uh, I think uh, what I found really interesting about Savvy Life is that they were really helping professionals uh, with, uh, we're kind of like their, their day-to-day expenses and lifestyle and stuff like that. So Melissa, Kevin, you want to uh, introduce your company? Sure. Um, As Eric mentioned, my name is Melissa Tosetti. I'm the founder of The Savvy Life. And in a nutshell, what we do is we work one-on-one with individuals and families. We help them to define the life they want to live from a day-to-day basis. And then we help them create a spending plan to fund it. Uh, there's so much more <laughs> to it than the, just that, but that's like the most concise, maybe not quite the most concise way that I can put it. Uh, yeah. Kevin? Yeah, I, I agree. It's just the fact that money moves in so many different directions now that it can get very confusing and overwhelming for people to try to understand where their money's going and how to focus it to where they want it to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really work on with 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 clients is to help them figure out where they want their money to go, what they actually should be spending on, and then give them some habits so that they can do that successfully. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so, 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 how do I know that I'm one of the? I I need your services. Like, so, how do I know that I'm? I really need this. I mean, I'm I'm living my life and things things are pretty good. But what are the signs where I say, oh, I need to call Melissa and Kevin to help me get this through, and then. Uh, Go to another plane because I think a lot of people don't don't understand. They live their life at a certain level, and then they don't understand that no, it could be better. You could you could do this, and then um, so I'll let you answer my question here. So how how do I know that I need your services? There's a lot of different indicators. One of the one indicator is we work with a lot of folks, professionals, doctors, attorneys, you know, C level executives they are making a tremendous amount of money, but they don't feel like they're getting any traction. They feel like I should, ha- I should be able to have more money at the end of the month to maybe go on a bigger trip or another trip in the year or to invest in different, you know, in different things. Yeah. And so that's, you know, as Kevin had mentioned, so much of that has to do with just the way that money moves now, the, the volume of transactions we're doing in any given day mm-hmm. without structure. And I don't mean like, negative structure, just some guidelines, right? Some habits, some systems. Yeah. It is so easy to bleed. And the, the one thing that I will add to that is, you know, we, we work in a business world where everybody's about, well, what's my return on investment? Yeah. What's my return on investment? But what Kevin and I find is that the average amount we're able to help clients to free up for their additional goals, right? It's not saving for the sake of saving. It's saving so you can do something with it. But we're able yeah. to help them free up, uh, on average, 13.46% of their Whoa. income. This is uh, very precise, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, he's a scientist. <laughs> and then uh, second of all, that's a tremendous, that's a huge amount of money. Uh, it's a sizable amount. Right? Yeah, it, 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 it's a sizable amount. And yeah. you know, to go back to your question of, of how, how do I know? The, the pat answer is everybody can benefit from it, but it, it yeah. really is just any idea of if you're feeling dissatisfied or if you think you can do better and if you stop and look around, am I spending on what I want? 
And if you have mm -hmm. any hesitation about that, that's where we can help do that focusing. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what happens too, is that the, you look around and you see that everybody's on the same boat. I mean, that's part of the problem. You think this is normal. And then you say, well, I'm talking to my dentist friend and my surgeon friend and my uh, VP friend, and we're all in the same boat. We're all, we make a lot of money and then we're still living paycheck to paycheck. And, uh, and it seems normal, you know? So, so that's, that's kind of uh, interesting. The scary thing about that too is that without changing your spending habits, and, and again, we're not talking about frugality, we're talking about simply learning how to become purposeful in your spending. Without yeah. that, you'll never make enough money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll always yeah, have a bleed. Right. Yeah. And I, it yeah. sounds very you know, desperate and dramatic, but, but, the, but that's true. You know, we've worked with clients making over a million dollars a year and they don't own a home. They don't, they, they're leasing a car, they're neck deep in debt and they, and, and, and they're making a million dollars a year. So getting them on the other side of that, it's this, it's spending habits. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say. It's easy to fix that. That's, yeah. that it, it's yeah. straightforward to fix it. You know, it, it, it's not insurmountable. So, yeah. But does this apply? So obviously you're dealing with uh, very successful people, people that have uh, significant income. Does this apply also to people with less money? It does, most definitely. It's the thing about working with people with more income is there's more to gain, mm -hmm. right? The thing about working with people with less income, there's, there's, there's more to lose, there's the, right? So they, they, they can get traction. So once they, they get that traction, they can do the things that they want to do to grow their wealth, investments, mm -hmm. et cetera. And it, it gets them on that path. So, you know, Kevin mentioned about that. Does, can everybody benefit from this? Yeah, absolutely. Do we know that there are particular demographics that truly, truly need it right now and would mm -hmm. see an immediate benefit? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 There, there's a difference between people who are at the just getting by level and don't have any leeway. Uh, because yeah. there's not a lot that you can cut there. And so when we talk about and, and it, we've helped people who have made as little as, you know, 13 or $20,000 a year. It, it's a struggle because wow. they, have yeah. to have, they have to pay for their house. They have to pay for food. There's not yeah. a lot of leeway. So yeah, everything is we're essential. A, exactly. We're a lot uh, more suited to helping people who have a little bit more discretionary income and help. Yeah. Them with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, yeah. I mean, you have people that have these extravagant lifestyles and, you know, Maybe you don't need that. And so maybe for these people, like 13% is even like if you make a million dollars a year, a million dollars a year, maybe 13% is on the low side. You could save yeah. a lot. It depends. You know, yeah, exactly. Especially, and especially if they live my lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of it too, though, is that not only are they saving money, that's great. That's a great goal to have. Yeah. But to repurpose that money towards something that they're truly going to get more value out of. But the, but the, the, the side benefit of all of this is because they're being more purposeful mm -hmm. where they're spending their money and where they're spending their time, they're getting more enjoyment out of it. So mm -hmm. it's not about just saving money because that for most people, saving money for the sake of savings, not as motivating. Yeah. If it's right, to yeah. get them on the path of the lifestyle that they want to live, which is the yeah. very first conversation we have with them is what, what do you want life to look like from everything from, dining out experiences and travel to, you know, they're spending on, on clothes yeah. and there's zero judgment. There's, we've worked with all different types of categories. It's actually quite mm -hmm. fun. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, so yeah, it's not just saving, saving money and then leaving it in the bank. It's kind of like really figure out a, a different purpose for that, uh, for that these funds uh, to, you know, for whatever reason to uh, make some a better life for yourself. Um, okay, so that sounds good. Uh, so what are some kind of the, the three like main ingredients or the three kind of like elements that that your program or that savvy life can can bring in? Like, how do you how do you change that? How do you do you help these people actually repurposing these uh, this thirteen percent or more of uh, of their savings into something that is more meaningful and that's going to bring more them more enjoyment out of life? Kevin, you want to take that first? Sure, I'll go ahead and start. The first thing, as Melissa said, is what you want to do is define what the goals are. What do you want your life to look like? And we get really specific. It isn't so much of, oh, I want to invest 15% of my take-home pay in stocks. I want to buy a house. Yeah. I want to do it. It's more, what do you want your life to look like? And we really, we really get into the crafting of that so that we can then turn around and say, what kind of a plan do we need to do to get that? So the first thing yeah. is, what do you want your goal to look like, your life to look like? Second is, we look at your income and expenses. Where are you yeah. right now? Where do we want to change things? And yeah. then the third thing that we do is we work with the client to develop changes in habits and a plan that will get them where they want to go. So again, very brief summary, but those really are yeah. the three main aspects is, where do you want to go, looking at where you are, and then figuring out how to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds good. So, yeah, so, so, but what if somebody that that's there, they are doing the lifestyle that they want. They want to buy, have two or three Ferraris in the, uh, in the garage and uh, only use one of them. And, uh, <laughs> we've worked with <laughs> <What> them. <laughs> if we can make the numbers work out and that's their priority, that's where they want yeah, to okay, okay. spend yeah. their life. Again, yeah. it's no judgments. I, you know, it's, okay. Yeah, I don't so care how that you your money. I just want to make yeah, sure yeah. that you are spending less than you make. Yeah. That this is something that you truly enjoy. That this is uh, exactly. You're not pro you're not proponents necessarily of frugality. You're proponents yeah. of you know redirecting the funds to what really matters. Yeah. You're kind of like the uh, was that the Mary Kono or what's that? What's her name? Uh, Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo <laughs> of, uh, of finances. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly it. It's that idea right? of, you know of, of sparking joy. The 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 thing about it is Parking is that, like that we there we have such a bleed in life right there's yeah. there, there's so part, that's you know, the first thing is how, how do you stop that bleed and then mm -hmm. you know we there's such complications with the way that money moves without actually really sitting down and focusing and zeroing in on it and figuring out where so that first meeting that we have where we're you know helping them define we're also trying to figure out why 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 are they falling down why haven't they been able to Mm -hmm. to achieve the goals that they have right now and and working within that so much of what we do the numbers are easy you know you can tetris numbers on a document yeah. you can make the math work our our art if you will is in helping clients to take and live within that plan that they've helped to de design yeah, and yeah. to define so yeah. it's it is it's one of the reasons why a lot of folks, when, they, when they're professionals, I mean, we, we worked with deans of universities, right? Mm -hmm. Very, very smart people. Yeah. This is chaos, money's chaos. And so without actually uh, drilling in, it's, it's, it's too easy for any average person to, to struggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, I mean, even some of the professional, I mean, we're talking about the professional uh, players sometimes that are investing with us. 
We also, uh, obviously, speaking with uh, some of the investors that we're working with are also, uh, you know, dentists and doctors and all of that. And um, and part of it, especially with this uh, coronavirus, I mean, they are kind of like some of them are in uh, a valley in terms of uh, income. I mean, they they would have never expected anything like this. And uh, your income goes down right away, but your expenses, they stay at the same level uh, for a long period of time, I mean, unless you take like drastic changes very quickly. But you're kind of at the beginning, you're kind of in denial and then you, you keep spending. And then, you know, eventually you say, okay, well, I'll sell one of the Ferraris and then. Uh, <laughs> but you can't get on. as much of you if you were yeah. in a non-COVID COVID world. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I think that right now, not to slap lipstick on a pig, but we have such an opportunity right now that that we've seen how things can go sideways. And, yeah. and just like you said, we when this first started, we were working with an oncologist, a surgical oncologist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here's a man that you you know he did everything right. He went to school. He became a doctor. And you know, was worried about an income, an income shift. He, luckily, yeah. he had just a, a mild one, but, but the dentists, plastic surgeons, all of them yeah. really, really struggled. Yeah. So the ultimate goal that we're where we're trying to get clients is to give them, put them on the path to build true wealth. And true wealth is my expenses hit a certain point, but my income keeps coming up. Mm -hmm. And then there's a system as that's happening that you're yeah. able to take, continue to take advantage of it. It isn't just about having a ton of money in the bank because you yeah, yeah. you work so hard, you've got to enjoy your money. Yeah. And that's what we do is help people find that balance. But they 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 don't allow their lifestyle to creep up with their expenses is one of the reasons why people make a million dollars a year and they feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you teach them the habits and the formula for how to hit that point, okay? Mm -hmm. and, and again, still be able to enjoy their their money, but doing it in a way where they're not just continuing to build bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think another key thing is when you're talking about the, the, the cyclical nature of income is yeah. really understanding how to plan for fluctuations both in income and expenses yeah. and making sure that you define certain ceilings and floors of I'm going to be getting, I'm guaranteed this amount of income. Okay. I'm going to cover my basic expenses. How yeah. am I going to split things out and make things, uh, make, make things go well. We spend a lot of time looking at what we call intermittent expenses. Those are yeah. expenses that show up irregularly okay, that yeah, yeah. get people by surprise. It's the same yeah, thing. Like property taxes and exactly. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing with fluctuations in income. If you, if you rely on a bonus and that bonus is not there, We'll, well, we'll exactly develop, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll develop plans so that your essential expenses can be covered by your base salary, yeah. and then your um, the kind of negotiable lifestyle expense expenses are covered by the bonus. If you don't get the bonus, okay, well, it kind of stinks that you don't get to take that trip this year, but you're still going to have yeah. a house to live in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we do a lot of balancing of that in the plans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, yeah. And that's why we're working with uh, some of these individuals as well, because they want to take a little bit off the top when they have an income peak mm -hmm. and then they, uh, they invest with us in uh, single family rentals and apartment buildings. And then that fills in. So that's basically passive income and that fills in the Valley a little bit. So exactly. kind of smooth out there. That foundation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So we only talked about one of the ingredients, uh, which is basically designing your lifestyle. So what are the other uh, two ingredients that you have for the savvy life? Yeah. So Kevin touched on it with looking at the numbers. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we, 
start by gathering the data, right? They've, they've gathered the data, we've helped them gather the data. And the first part is really just, we have to look at it as data because money is for a lot of people is very emotional and they can get, mm. there's, there can yeah. be embarrassment around it. There can be, you know, yeah, yeah. most people weren't taught about money. And so, or if they are professionals, they feel kind of at a loss. I should know better. It's like, well, yeah. the story of money changed in the last 30 years. So mm -hmm. it, yeah. even if you were taught about money as a kid, they, they switched the script on you. It's not, your, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> a great degree. It's not your fault. And so yeah. we look at, okay, here's where you are now. And then we're going to evaluate based on the design conversation that we had, you really want to focus. Fashion is so important to you and you want, want to make sure that you've always got uh, money to be able to go shopping on a regular basis because that's part of your, your hobby, right? Yeah. To focus on, on, on clothes. But you also said that travel is not something you're that excited about, but you yeah. were kind of haphazardly going on trips before. So let's, let's yeah. weigh those, let's streamline that. And again, you're focusing your money and your experiences, your time on the things that, that are most important to you. So yeah. we have, here's where you are. And then we create the, here's where you want to be. Okay. Yeah. And so that's part two. And part three is my favorite part, which is going back to the first step. Mm -hmm. Right. We know what you want your story to be, but we also know based on that call or that conversation where you've been falling down. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. The number one area, I don't care what you do for a living that most people want to be better at spending is on food. Yeah. Uh, going to the grocery store and the dining yeah. out experiences. Number one, yeah, I don't yeah. care what you do for a living. <laughs> I know. And I was so, surprised how much money we spent on going out. Yeah. That's like <laughs> scary. <laughs> It's and lot. it's so easy now too, yeah. right? With yeah. DoorDash oh, no. and all that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, just in, within COVID, everybody door dashing, your, your uh, uh, dining out expenses just went up by, you know, 20, 15, 20%. Yeah. Uh, just with the delivery fees, et cetera. Yeah, service. Yeah. 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 And so it's a, so in having conversations, okay, why are you, why is it that you try, you really want to cook at home because for health reasons and all of that, and you're able to do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but Thursday you fall down. What's happening on yeah. Thursday? I'm tired. Yeah. I'm beat up by the week. Okay, great. Thursday's takeout night. Stop beating yourself up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Let's yeah. plan for it. So it's a lot of that kind of stuff or, the, or you know, spending on Amazon Prime during their lunch hour because they're de-stressing, right? They're using yeah. it to, to de-stress and evaluate yeah. how much of that are you enjoying once you get it home yeah. or how yeah, much yeah. are you tripping over because now it's clutter. Mm -hmm. Right. And so again, it's just really looking at these different areas. So we've created the numbers. Now we're going to create for you this very short, what we call a spending report. It's a bulleted document. Yeah. And it's simply like, here's what we talked about. Here's your goals. And here's the systems that we've discussed for you to go ahead and implement any homework and take and run with it for a month. Yeah. So you're going to, you're just going to test drive that. And then we're going to circle back. And if everything's going great and you feel it's sustainable, you're good to go. If there's some tweaks we need to make, then we'll just continue yeah. to touch base and tweak it. Because if it is not sustainable, it was not worth the time as well, yeah, right. money for them yeah. to go through that process. And we take our success. It's like a diet. Right? It's like a diet. Pretty right? much. So, yeah. 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 And, and again, we, we get down in the details on execution, not necessarily in the minutia. So it isn't so much... Yeah. To keep that analogy going, it's not about counting calories, but it's about making sure that you have the good habits of if you yeah. are going to raid the freezer for ice cream every, you know, every night at midnight, what's causing that? What can we do to change that? We, we, we yeah. don't want you becoming obsessing about it, but what we do want to do is give you the tools. To yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Kevin's comment made me remember part of the secret sauce as to what it is that we do. When we're having that very first meeting, one of the things that we do, excuse me, is that we are looking to find out what is your carrot? Mm -hmm. What is it yeah. that either you're not doing now that you want to, right? So we're going to use that as a lead to go to, to get you where we want to be. It, yeah. We don't beat people up. People feel bad enough about their situation. It's all about getting them towards where they want to go. Yeah. Um, so it's either what they haven't been able to do or what they want to make sure that they can continue to do. They're happy to let go of other stuff if they can continue to do this one thing and feel good about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about that, going on those trips and feeling yeah. good about it, those dining out experiences at their favorite restaurant and feeling good about it versus like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, how am I going to pay for this? This, this is going to yeah, be yeah. next month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's in, in a way, I mean, this is very motivational because you kind of look at it and say, hey, you know, I'm doing more. I can maybe do more of what I really enjoy. And uh, things that would, uh, you know, it's not like, oh, yeah, but I really enjoy it's not like you're not telling them, oh, don't have any fries because that's bad for you. Yeah, uh, but you say, no, yeah. fries are good, but then you have to eat less of this or whatever. Exactly. That's yeah. They can broccoli. choose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They can choose. Yeah. Yeah, our, yeah, our, yeah. our big fast rule is that you can do anything that you have the money for. You cannot spend yeah. more than you make. That's really the one thing that we can't. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you can't negotiate on. You have to spend less than you make. But how you spend it, that's entirely what gives you pleasure. That's up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other thing uh, I was reading on uh, an article on your uh, uh, on your website about uh, shopping or clothes shopping and, and just show uh, the listener uh, to uh, illustrate that you have a different way of thinking about about the spending is uh, and you, your recommendation was really yeah you should spend on on clothes and stuff like that and then but this how you spend sometimes the timing of the spending and uh, so that was very, uh, very interesting and insightful, I thought, for me, because I thought normally I would just like, uh, I wouldn't buy very often. And then when I go, then I spend like thousands of dollars on clothes and then, and that does me for a while. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So yeah, maybe you want to talk a little bit about that, these, these kinds of uh, choices and uh, the timing of your spending. Yeah, just based on, you know, we've worked with over 650 individuals and families over the last eight years um, in, the, in this demographic that we're talking about and yeah. have learned a lot about just human behavior and when we're primed to make better choices than when we're not, when we spend um, that intention and, and, and how, we, how we feel about that, that after. So yeah. specifically, this article was about, you know what, we're probably going to be locked down or at least working from home, at least through the end of this year, should you continue to invest in your work wardrobe or is this yeah. the time to go ahead and, <laughs> and stop spending on clothes? Yeah, yeah. And the answer was yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the no is, look, if you've had a significant pay cut and things are really tight, not spending on clothes right now is going to be an easy thing for you to yeah. do, right? Yeah. So it's, it's an easy answer. That and maybe a couple other areas can make up that we're seeing a lot of people that have taken about a 15% pay cut. That seems to be the average of, of, mm -hmm. of them being able to continue to keep their jobs, but 
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we've even seen like uh, even in the medical professions, I yes. mean, people, doctors have had to take like a 20% pay cut. Uh, yeah. Some of the examples that I have. Yeah. No, no one uh, like a surgery. That's the exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so, the, yeah. So the no is if it's if things are really, really tight right now, that's an easy answer. Right. The maybe mm. is, you know, it's you've got to be careful and in that. I would say this is the yes and the maybe. You've got to be careful in that when you put a moratorium on a certain item, it's the exact same thing as going on a diet. I'm going to go yeah. keto and I'm never going to eat a carb and I'm not going to eat any fruit and I'm, this is going to be great. And yeah. then you get to a point where you're so sick of it, you're going to go out and you're going to binge on things that are not, you're not really, really truly going to enjoy. It's just that, yeah. that pent up. We do the same thing with our clothes or what we'll do is we'll get to a certain point and hey, Maybe you've spent the, you know, the last nine months of sheltering in place doing workout videos every single day. So you've got a different body. Yeah. So if you try yeah, yeah. in one fell exactly. swoop when you go back to work to try to clothe that body, it's going to cost you a lot of money. You're going to spend a lot of time doing it. And you might not make the best yeah. choices because you're trying to do it all at once. And so yeah, if yeah. you just okay. kind of do like a little bit of a, of a drip system. Yeah. Again, we're really being pur purposeful about it. It's a whole idea. Yeah, yeah. Don't just That's do it right. mindlessly. It, yeah. what is your intent and be purposeful yeah 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 that's right so that i think that made that made a lot of sense and to me that that's a good illustration of the different kind of thinking that you bring to uh you know i think it's it's better than the common that is better than common sense you know because it's kind of like it's really it's kind of like a strategic uh, thinking in terms of you know something as uh like clothes shopping like for me, I only I know buy shirts now. I don't buy I don't worry about pants. I just spend <laughs> a lot of money on pants. A lot of people pants, do. shoes. I don't even know where where my very, socks are. Very anymore. savvy. <laughs> <laughs> only shirts. <laughs> so uh, so that sounds good. The other thing too that um, so obviously my focus is on on passive income and helping people uh, kind of like. You know, there's income peaks and valleys, that's for sure, but it's also about preparing for retirement and all of that. And, um, and this is what, re that, uh, what got me really interested in your Savvy Life program is that it's, uh, it's really a, a way for people also to take that 13% and instead, uh, that could be a portion of that 13% could go towards uh, buying one of those investment properties. And that actually increase your income curve over time. And then you can, um, you can do that. Is, is this, that could be something that could be done as well as part of your program, right? So you could put that as part of your, yeah. your plan, right? Absolutely. So the majority of referrals that we get are from financial advisors. Mm -hmm. So financial advisors will send their clients to us if, they've hit a couple different scenarios. They just think that they would benefit from, you know, streamlining their expenses or if they're trying to reach a certain goal, if yeah. they don't, if they're not able to invest however much money in a given year, they're not going to be able to retire on time. And yeah. so we go in and we find that money. Um, but through that process, one of the systems that we have or, or the guidelines that we have for helping clients not to just be right, do right by their money in the next 12 months because our spending plans are typically a 12 month time frame. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we teach them what I feel is the true building of wealth, which is that as they continue in their careers, every pay raise, every yeah. bonus, every windfall that they commissions uh, on top yeah. of what their base is, 
they're going to take 50% of that money and they're going to put it towards their investments, towards wealth okay. building, whatever that yeah. wealth building looks like for them. Yeah. The other 50%, they get to spend on whatever they want. They just yeah. can't spend it on anything that's going to create a bill. Yeah. Because we don't want to increase their cost of living. And so there's where you find this beautiful balance of that, that that's where wealth is built. You're, yeah. you're, you're just shoveling money at it as you're going along, but because you've got this other money to travel with, to buy clothes, to dine out, you know, a lot of our clients dining out at really nice restaurants, that's their entertainment. That's really where they want to focus their spending. Yeah. Uh, that's what that, that's what that money is for. And you're doing yeah. it and you can feel good about it because that's a part of the plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. So 50% would go towards investment. So this is where you could be. So if you have any windfall and big commission, also like real estate investors, I'm thinking about. Uh, so 50% of that commission could just go towards uh, an investment and passive income, especially for real estate investor could yeah. be very good because yep. they're already yep. familiar with that. And that would help kind of build layers of, uh, of passive income. And then the other 50% could go towards things that uh, they truly enjoy as long as it doesn't increase their expenses. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So the that, example that we use on the, the example we use on that is that you can take that fifty percent and you can use that as to purchase a car or a motorcycle, but you can't use it as a down payment where you're gonna have a monthly bill. Right? Oh, so okay. buy it cash. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a but whole it's idea still of additional buying expenses cash. though. Well, the, yeah, there, 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 there are there are operating expenses. You have to figure those yeah. in as, as, as well. But oh, okay, those okay. are much less than than yeah. finance. So that that's just the whole idea of like I don't want to have to increase my my financial obligation with, with yeah. My yeah. yeah. And that fifty percent number is it's a, it's a guideline. Yeah. We yeah. you know we've worked with of clients course, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> they have a million dollar commission or they have a million dollar. Uh, 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 business profit they're not going to take five hundred thousand dollars and just like throw that money around. that's a lot of restaurants i don't know where <laughs> right? they're going but, yeah. but, but think about how much more wealth they could build if they took yeah. seven hundred fifty thousand dollars and bought investment property you know yeah. etc i mean it's it yeah. that's where we get so excited about what it is that we do because it really is that secret to enjoying now while yeah. really building the future to be that much better than it could be yeah. now by just mm -hmm. bleeding money, right? Yeah, so that sounds good. So yeah, par part of it was like, we talked about also uh, when we're looking about tracking and executing and stuff like that. So uh, we talked about how do you, I, I used to be a project manager, so mm -hmm. I'd like to track progress. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you measure that progress? Like, uh, so yeah. Maybe you can explain that. Well, so I'll start with it. One of the important things is that if you want to change something, you do have to measure it. All right. So mm -hmm. the key here is if you find yourself overwhelmed with tracking everything, don't track yeah. everything. Track the things that are changing or the things that, that, that vary and the things that you want to influence. Mm -hmm. we have, we've had some clients who are spreadsheet geeks. They track everything down to the nth degree. More power to them. But yeah. so the first thing you do is that by tracking the things that you're interested in, now you can actually monitor the progress. So that gives yeah. you a really clear example of how much did I spend in this? How much did I spend eating out? How much did I spend yeah. on Amazon last month? How does that compare to what my goal is? All right. Yeah. And so then you can really see, am I, is my behavior change having a positive effect? That's yeah. a really clear way. One of the things we do with these plans, Melissa talked about that a little bit earlier, is that we set people up, we give them the, we identify the goals, we give them, we look at their expenses, we give them the plan, and then we loop back and 
check check up on them. We have we have follow up meetings with them on a on a monthly basis. Yeah, that is where we can sit down and hold them accountable, and yeah. also yeah. monitor the progress. Look exactly. Here's what we said you that we were going to accomplish. How do you feel about these? Is this mm-hmm. working for you? If it's not, you make an adjustment and you just repeat the cycle. So yeah. we're always doing that, looking at lo- looking right at the bottom line. At the end of the day, the most obvious metric is what's my bank account looking like? Am I spending yeah. less than I'm making? Am I saving more? Am I funneling more into my investments? Mm-hmm. And is my house not getting cluttered with it? With yeah, but also do, how do they feel? I mean, part of it is about increasing enjoyment right so so how do they track that do they do they have a journal that kind of says oh yeah well i went to uh this very expensive restaurant and i didn't care about the bill because i knew it was part of my budget and i didn't buy the spare shoes so that i can go and go to that restaurant so is that so is that part of it is there some kind of thing like that that uh can help them track their enjoyment or something like that you know, not, that's a, actually something that we should consider doing, Kevin. <laughs> but, well, we get a lot of, you know, did you, the question we, I, I ask is, do you feel like you were being punished or is this a process yeah. that you felt like you had control and enjoyment out of? And then, you know, it'll be years later and we still get emails from clients saying, hey, I just executed this habit and I just have to let you know I'm still doing it. Um, My husband and I sat down on Friday and we looked at the numbers together and we, we killed it last week and we're primed and we're going to be able to go on this trip next week. And we're, and I just want to let you know that it's, it's again, because it's all, everything comes back to those habits and those systems. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, I do, I think that's a genius idea, Kevin, and we should have them start tracking enjoyment there. There's, there's gold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We we have asked them to do that. We have had some that have done some type of that, but yeah, yeah, again, one of the things that I try to be really cognizant of is some people like journaling and like tracking and other people yeah. don't. And so yeah. trying to find out the right mix. One thing you don't want to do is you don't want to make this a chore. This is something yeah. that the client has to buy into, has to be excited about, and it yeah. has to have enough effort so that they get the results they want, but not so much mm-hmm. of the burden by it. So we re- we try to be really careful. Yeah. And I should yeah. add to that too. You know, of course, based on the caliber of clients we're working with, there are clients that they, it would be impossible for them to track their own spending. Yeah, so yeah. there's a couple of different things. They can hire a bookkeeper. Um, having a report sent to you every week to tell you whether you're on track or on, or on track or, or off track can save you thousands of dollars a year, absolutely paying for that, that bookkeeper. Others, we create systems for how they're actually buying things Mm -hmm. so that at a glance, they can see I'm, I'm on track or I'm not on track for this category of expenses. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of what we do is the actual cash flow. Here's how I'm paying my bills. Here's how I am spending, you know, buying my travel purchases. Here's how I'm buying my reoccurring expenses that are yeah, you know, yeah. automatic, et cetera. That's, yeah. that's all a part of it. It's, it's a behemoth of a topic and, a, and yeah. a subject. There's so much that we do. That's right. And I think you kind of hinted to the fact that you don't track everything. You just track some of the key important yep. like, uh, expense category and yeah. stuff. Right. For those that are that's resistant. Yeah. That, yeah. that has been magic. For them and yeah, yeah. those changes because it's it's something that they can something small they can focus on their yeah. mortgage isn't going to change that's right yeah. finance and that'll only happen once or yeah, yeah. 
depending on interest rates. <laughs> yeah. The other thing we do is that a, a lot of people have asked us, well, what about a lot of the canned software out there that uh, tracks spending and tracks yeah, yeah. like that? If you want to use our, our recommendation is always, if you want to use those, go ahead and do it. But you have to realize that the people who created those are trying to sell hundreds of thousands, millions of copies of these. So they, they make them appeal to the broadest base yeah. possible. So none of them are customized and do exactly what you want. They all do yeah. like anywhere between 15, and 80% of what you want. What we yeah. do is we create customized tracking systems for each individual client when needed. So yeah. it does exactly what the client wants. And if the client doesn't like it, we tweak it till they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's if, good. If yeah. you go to a big company, you know, they're going to look at you and say, you know, Eric, you're a nice guy, but, you know, show me 10,000 other people who are interested in this and maybe I'll consider it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, 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 that's good. one of the things that we do. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, so, so what does wealth look like? We talked about wealth building. So what's, what is wealth? What does wealth look like? And um, tell me. Yeah. So, so wealth can have an appearance. You can have an appearance of wealth, right? It's mm -hmm. the, it's the brand new car in the driveway. It's the, it's the mega mansion. But if you're leasing that car, there's no money in the bank and you're, you know, barely able to make the rent on that house because you don't actually own it. That's not wealth. That, yeah. That's stress. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wealth is, owning that car, um, owning that house, you know, making, making payments on it, that's fine. But also that there's plenty of money in the account and you've got money growing for you in the process. The unfortunate thing, you know, this idea of comparison, comparison living yeah. is, has been around forever. It's amplified now with social media. Because now it's not just your next door neighbor oh, yeah. that just brought the brand new car or your yeah. coworker that's talking about their trip to Europe. It's yeah. the, your friends on Facebook and everybody that you're following on social media. Or that, that 16 year old that has, a, that makes a million dollars a month and uh, yeah. all of that. And, yeah. 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 So I, I want to be careful when I say that because it's not about not getting, you know, we, we worked with a, a wonderful couple in McPherson, Kansas. He had seven yeah. Corvettes. That, uh -huh. that was his passion. That's what he loved to do. So it's not about yeah. not having those things, but it's about yeah. you have those things and you're buying those things, but you've got money in the bank that's making you money in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. wealth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you're going to keep it too versus yeah, yeah. what we're seeing right now. I, I yeah, think wealth is largely freedom. And it's mm -hmm. the, oh, it, that's it, a better it's answer. The, it's, the re, it's, it's the real freedom and it's the sensation of freedom that I can do what I want to do. I can go take that trip. I can buy that car. Yeah. I can take a sabbatical if I choose. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Everybody has their own different idea, but it's yeah. when you feel trapped in your life and I can't do these things because yeah. I have to keep churning the wheel to, to, to get the paycheck. That's mm -hmm. the absence of wealth. Wealth is the ability yeah. to say, you know what? I don't need to churn this. I have the freedom to do what I want to do. Yeah. That, that's a, the, a pretty simple answer. That's right. And that's, this is what we're doing also with, uh, with my company, with passive exactly. income is that, you know, you're basically, you know, you, you, with that passive income, you're basically giving, buying your, your time back from, so yes. you have to spend maybe less time working, or if you're out of work, then you still have uh, some income coming in and eventually you want to retire. But hopefully as you're saving and investing for retirement, you're going to, you, you may end up in a situation where, Hey, I can retire earlier. I yeah. can retire now. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it does, you don't need that 
you don't need as much money as you think in order to uh, to do that if you invest uh, properly yeah. in the and, especially and, if you have the passive income like you're talking about yeah. that just that just keeps going and yeah and you work yeah. on keeping your cost of living down that that's, that's right, the yeah. crucial thing because even those people that are they they took pay cuts they took pay hits yeah with their cost of living down they're not sweating it maybe they can't go on that vacation this year yeah. but they're going to keep their house yeah. Well, nobody can go on vacation this year. Yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to go to Brazil this year, and that's been canceled. Oh. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. So that happens. Uh, the uh, so what are um, so what the other question I had was around the key attitude. I think a lot of it depends on the attitude of people or the yeah. the mindset that they have. So what are some of the kind of like the key attitudes that are gonna make sure that are gonna that are part of the people that are successful with your program versus the people that you know this is unless you change that mindset this is this is not gonna work uh, for you yeah we've been really really lucky there have probably in all the clients i want to say there's probably been four that we feel like we just didn't get them where we wanted to we got them saving money and we got them yeah. you know we we where we want typically get a client here we got them about halfway Okay. Um, and so that's bringing Kevin's average down. Is that it, it is, but luckily because we've got so many others that are like, you know, killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really, if we can get a client to understand that this is all about being purposeful, because when you're purposeful and you're spending not just your money, but your time where you're going to get the most enjoyment out of it, then I mean, life does not get much better than that. And yeah you it's if it's it's just getting them to understand that and even when we're working with financial advisors and we're talking to them about our services we keep yeah. reminding them you, you you tell your clients this is a positive conversation about money we're not yeah. the money police we don't beat anybody up we don't use the budget word because not just because for Make most it people it feels like punishment but it's truly yeah. creating a plan for where they want to spend their money yeah. that's that yeah. you know that's a shift um most people when they see on paper just how much money they can save or i should yeah. even say they can repurpose and then we have that next meeting where we're talking about changing habits and yeah. they realize that oh maybe i should spend on having my groceries delivered because it's going to save me this much time and in the end i'm not going to be picking up extra stuff and spending more or yeah. you know it's a lot of very different conversations where they realize that they think that we're going to say, no, you can never go out again. You've yeah. got to cook every meal at home. It's like, no, nobody can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Food's yeah, delicious. Yeah. And you know, it's, and other types of foods are delicious <laughs> that you wouldn't necessarily be able to cook at home. Yeah. But it's, it's when, and really just seeing that we're, we're creating this plan specifically to live the life that you want. And yeah. this is how it gets funded. Mm -hmm. That, that excitement that they get and that understanding is a huge catalyst for that plan working for them. Yeah. I think the so excitement is a real key aspect. I think the yeah. other thing that's on the flip side is we have, when Melissa was talking about those four clients that we didn't get as far as we wanted to, you have to understand that you have a finite amount of money and that sometimes you have to make choices. You can spend yeah. on whatever you want, but you cannot spend on everything you want. And yeah. we have had clients who were non-negotiables. Like, I don't want to stop spending on anything. Well, if you yeah. don't want to stop spending on anything, there's not a lot we can do yeah. for you. We, yeah, have, yeah. we have to make choices. We'll help you make yeah. the choices, but you're going to have to be willing to make some choices and prioritize. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, yeah. And for us, a lot of uh, things that we discuss is also about the time, time mm -hmm. aspect of it. Is yes. uh, you know, kind of breaking away from the nine to five, and uh, so that they can achieve financial freedom and all of that. So, but I find a lot of people invest in things. You mentioned spending in things that are, uh, and I know what what you're gonna answer, but I, I'll let you answer anyway. But uh, but you know, spending don't spend on money on things that are going to create like a recurring bill, you know? So spend money on, you know, if you want that car, then yeah, just buy the car. And if you have the money and stuff like that, then make sure that that's sustainable. Don't go and lease all these things. But what I find is that a lot of people, they're spending money on things that are taking uh, time away from their already busy life. You know, they're buying a, uh, a boat or they're buying a plane and uh, things like that that they have to fix up and spend mm -hmm. time on and uh, they don't end up enjoying the thing that they bought so what are your thoughts on that kevin well i think that it, it's it's the whole idea of you don't want something to become a money pit and, and yeah. things like that like you know the boats and stuff if it's something that you really enjoy that you yeah. really are willing to make the time for then fine, go ahead yeah. and do it. But I think the other thing is realizing if you made a mistake, it's okay to make mistakes, just yeah. correct them, don't live with them. If you yeah. buy the boat or if you buy a horse and you decide six months into it, I'm just not getting my use out of this, then don't keep paying for it for another six months or three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was a mistake, I'm gonna cut my losses and I'm gonna go do something else. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be, we are all about, trying new experiences and trying new things and enjoying life. Yeah. yeah but just make right. sure that when they're not serving you, you stop that bleed. Yeah. If I could add, add to that and going in a bit of a different direction, you know, when we started this business, especially working with this demographic, which is about eight, eight years ago, we started working with this demographic. What our whole focus was on being purposeful with money. Mm -hmm. yeah. But very, very quickly, we saw this correlation between people being so busy and yeah. bleeding money, right? They're throwing money at problems. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're so busy. It's causing them to spend more. They're, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, that vacation's in three weeks. If I bought our tickets for our family of five yeah, yeah, yeah. two weeks ago, we could have saved $1,000, right? It's yeah. those kinds of things. And so much of our work, when we're hearing certain trigger words from clients in that first meeting, is yeah. on time management help. And I don't mean that from yeah. a Franklin timer, Franklin yeah, yeah. heavy timer kind of perspective, yeah. but it's really, again, it comes back to those systems. How do we get food yeah. in the house for you and where, with as little effort on your part as possible so yeah. that you can enjoy the time with your family? Yeah, so you're um, not foraging for food and, and yeah. buy, buy, buying takeout because you need to be the yeah, family. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so I agree. And I, I think that's uh, kind of what we talked about earlier about the clothing, uh, clothing budget is the timing of the spending and being able to plan ahead, then you can save some money. And I think, yeah, vacation is, uh, is very, uh, very critical because, yeah, you can, if you buy a ticket, well, except for Brazil, if you buy a ticket too early, then uh, you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> it happened, but it was cheap. Tickets yeah. were very cheap. Yeah. It was a, a quarter of the price. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but Corona happened. Yeah. Um, so that's that, so that's very good. Thank you. That's very insightful. Thank you very much. Uh, any anything you want to add? Anything we haven't touched on that uh, you think we should um, you want to add at this point? You know. 
If I could just touch on a couple of like yeah. case studies that we've had, because people remember stories, right? They, they resonate. Yeah. Uh, one couple that surgical oncologists. I, I think there is a story. I think uh, Kevin probably has a story about a horse. I think it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> But go ahead. Go ahead. And <laughs> we, we have a couple of those. <laughs> uh, but th that surgical oncologist we were talking about, you know, yeah. he they were doing okay. Their advisor suggested that they work with us just so they could again, feel better about, you know, how they were spending. And, um, quite frankly, he hired us because he wanted to get his financial advisor off his back. She kept saying, you know, you really need to work with these folks in California. They're really great. Yeah. And so he was resistant. And then we talked to him about our bourbon and Bali categories. Yeah. And what those are is that again, we work so hard you've got to have enjoyment and it doesn't matter what that enjoyment is as long as it's legal. But yeah. you know, we have so many clients, they love bourbon, right? And that's something yeah. they want to make sure that they continue or wine or whatever yeah. it is. That's got to be a category on that spending plan because that is a quality of life category or nothing else works. Yeah. And the same with Bali travel is super, super important to them. So we were able to create this entire spending plan for them in a COVID world yeah. and still identify $60,000 on top wow. of all the travel they're doing, everything else, free up $60,000 for them to invest. Wow. That's, and, and they're doing the things that they want to do. It's just yeah, yeah. that otherwise that money would just kind of hang out, not yeah. doing them any good on a, yeah. on a monthly basis, right? Yeah. Um, or a, a Kevin did an amazing job with this couple in Maryland. They were uh, beyond their means, living beyond their means. They made yeah. $333,000 a year but they're living not even paycheck to paycheck. They're overspending. And so Kevin yeah. killed it. I'll let you, uh, Kevin, I'll let you tell that story. Oh, well, uh, th th it was a case of where the, the couple really weren't on the same page and yeah. it took a while to get them agreeing what they wanted and to time phase things out. We put together a five-year plan that mm -hmm. ended up having them at the end of five years, approximately $60,000 to the positive. Yeah. And more importantly, for every five years, they had gone from overspending to being cash flow positive every year. Yeah. So wow. again, it's it's just like, okay, now they're living within their means shift. and they're building wealth in the future. They had mm -hmm. a lot of things that they wanted to do. They had a lot of bills they had to pay off. So it yeah. took a while to it's not like they're building a huge amount of wealth right away, but sixty thousand after five years is nothing to sneeze at. And it has them mm -hmm. on the path to getting the things they want to get done and being uh, very financially sound. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So yeah, so that brings uh, a good point. So couples, so obviously uh, having the couple on the same page, I think it's critical. So it you work with both, you work them as family or couples, whatever yeah. is needed to, in order for that to work out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it has to be, it has to be a team because otherwise yeah. the, the things fall through the cracks or one person becomes the money police and they bear the brunt of all and that's not the, fair. Yeah antagonism and everything else and that and that's just not fair it yeah. really has to be and yeah and the key with working with couples is to make sure you're actually hearing both of them and you're listening to both of them and it's not we're not marriage counselors we don't yeah. tell anybody what to do our whole job is in learning yeah. how to ask the right questions yeah and so it's asking the right questions to where they get to the point where they're both on the same page and they can say okay yeah i know this is important to you but i really want to do this okay how do we figure out how to do yeah. both and it's yeah. usually letting go of all these other uh, these other things that just accumulated over time. These other bills that yeah. don't do yeah. any good. And I think uh, going back to also to your uh, to your oncologist story too. I think we you know yeah we work hard and all of that and 
we want to enjoy our uh, our money and freedom. And I think that's kind of, uh, I mean, the, I think it also has to do with the timing of the enjoyment because I think mm-hmm. often people work hard, work hard, work hard, and that's all they do. And they say, yeah, I'm going to enjoy life, but I'm going to enjoy life at uh, later, a little bit later in the next, maybe next year I'll do. And then, you know, the next year it turns into five and 10. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was the thing about him. And, and I'm bummed I didn't bring it up myself. Here's a guy that understands how short life can be. And yeah, so, yes, true. he's trying to do right by his future self, his wife, his children. But he's, he's going to go and, and buy the season tickets to his favorite you know, football team. He's going to take those trips with his family. But now yeah. he can do it. He, he even told it. He went from not wanting to work with us, resisting to working with us, to writing like a huge testimonial for us. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, because because now he feels good about yeah. when they go to Vegas, he's not worried about, okay, so then that might mean that we might need to kind of pull back a little bit yeah. later. It's like, well, no, and Vegas is really cheap right now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's another couple we worked with. I'll never forget them. They, they are sailors. They, uh, mm-hmm. they, they own a sailboat. And about 10 years ago, they were taking sailing classes. They already knew how to sail, but they were kind of taken to the next level. And they were yeah. working with this, uh, this other student in the class, him and his wife. He had just retired, and they were so excited, and they were learning how to sail, and he passed away unexpectedly. Oh. And that, like, jolted yeah. for him. So he has been on a war path of, I'm going to do it all, as his financial yeah. advisor's like, no, <laughs> you you can't. We just, we need to, we need to plan things out. And so... Yeah. We've done that for him. And in fact, that particular client taught us uh, through working with that client, we taught, they taught us and we taught ourselves how to create serendipity accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is simply that, look, opportunity to travel or to buy like the antique or whatever it is that you're really into. Yeah, might yeah. Come. We need to actually create this little bucket, this surplus for you so that yeah. when that happens, you've got the money and you can go and you can really, again, enjoy life serendipitous moments and so yeah, yeah. It's, oh, that's nice you don't all need to about spending purposeful yeah. yeah 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 and the other thing too is that if you're working with a family as well i mean you know you want to enjoy life with your family as they're growing up otherwise you know there's what there's no point really uh so that's it and it sounds also i want to point out that you work with people from all over the united states yep. and maybe even the world i think that's probably would apply anywhere yep. uh do your strategies so um sounds good interestingly <laughs> enough our book has been published in portuguese uh, down in brazil we just got a royalty check from our publisher for our nice. uh, congratulations <laughs> I did want to uh, offer one thing is that if you go to our website, the uh-huh. com, we yeah. have a downloadable paper called the five things that uh, stress you out about money and what to do about yeah. them. So okay. please go to our site and uh, you can download that, uh, uh, that paper. That's right. I'll put the link, I'll put the link to your website, but also oh, to, uh, to that downloadable uh, document, the five money stresses and then uh, put that in there. Yeah. Appreciate that. Very good. Well, Melissa, Kevin, it was a pleasure speaking with you and you, uh, good luck. Hopefully we're going to help a lot of people get a better life and uh, better enjoyment out of life. Excellent. Thank I appreciate you. the opportunity. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.